Hello? Cat for double six double nine. Hello, Mum. <sighs> what do you want now? Mum, um, I know you went to see the doctor about your telly, um, addiction, and, um, he recommended that, you know, you, you tried to cut back from the 19 hours a day, and I, I feel a bit awkward asking this, but have you, um, have you been watching more of the pole dark? Well, of course I have. It's only you said I had to go to the doctors about it. It ain't an addiction. There's a lot of people like me. I love me pole dark and me outlander. I like a bit of period drama. You know what I'm like. Yeah. I've got one more episode of Outlander to go, and then I've finished, and then I'll go back onto me pole dark. I like me outlander with Jamie and Claire. Jamie and his kilt. Oh, the men have got kilts on in it. You can't take your eyeballs off them, I tell you. I can't stop watching it. They're beautiful, they are. They're all so beautiful. Yeah, but, Mum, I don't think they were all beautiful in those days, were they? Well, no, of course they weren't. It was 200, 300 years ago, wasn't it? Mm. They didn't have a camera pointing up their backsides, did they? It's a television programme, Dad. I don't know who needs the Doctor more, me or you. Of course they're all going to be beautiful. It's not from the 1700s, is it? It's about the 1700s. So the people who play Jamie and Claire and Poldark and Demelza... Well, they're alive now, ain't they? With their costumes on. Oh, you don't have come out with some rubbish sometimes. Mum, I, I know that it's not now and it's the 17-whatevers, but it's, uh, they look like they've spent, like, two hours in a power shower and they've, they've put on their clothes from M&S or something and it don't look right, does it? Well, of course, it, it's all relative, isn't it? I mean, it's now, isn't it? I mean, back in those days... Someone would have loved someone with big black teeth who was smelly because th in them days they were smelly with big black teeth. I mean, you think about it, it's like 20 years' time from now, people will think we were filthy because we're not showering all the time. 200 years ago, black teeth and B.O. would have probably been in vogue. It's a television programme, I do know that, you know, and it keeps me entertained while I'm here on my own. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, well, you're on your own... There are reasons, Mum, let's face it. Oh, don't start all that. We've had this all before. All right, Mum, but I did have to watch 19 hours of television with you every day. It got a bit difficult. Oh, that's it. All about you, isn't it? All about how difficult you found it. I had to have some form of escapism, didn't I? Am I Aidan? Is my escape? Am I Jamie? Yes, Mum. But what happened, as you know, was that talk about escape, you started escaping round to Aidan Turner's house, didn't you? Well, I happened to perchance to find out where he lived. Yeah, perchance. You you rang up the BBC and spoke to everyone who worked there to find out his address. Yeah? You were going through his bins, Mum. It got bad. Yeah, I thought that was a good bit of detective work. Nobody suspected, did they? And he didn't mind me going through his bins. Well, he didn't know, did he? Well, he wasn't there, was he? He was off in Cornwall, filming... Yeah, you'd know that, wouldn't you, Mum? Because you used to sit there in the van with your binoculars out. So? Lots of people do it, you know. Got to have something, ain't I? Got to have my eye on someone. That's what makes the world go round, innit? It's all right for you. You've got your eye on someone. Let me have my eye on someone. Mum, I've got my eye legally on someone. <sighs> You're not allowed to go round with binoculars and stare at people off the telly. That's illegal. Well, yeah, you wouldn't want to look at your one through binoculars, would you, blimey? Mum, at least it's real. I don't need binoculars. Yeah. I'm not going through her bins. Yeah. I'm not spying on her, because it's real, Mum. Yeah, don't go through her bins. You don't know what you might find. Yeah. Anyway, it's none of your business, Dad. 
And I do know Aidan Turner. He is Ross Poldark from from Cornwall. Mum, he's not from Cornwall. He doesn't wear a tricorn hat and he doesn't talk like that, like he's all Cornish in real life, does he? You don't know what you're talking about. He's posh and he does talk like that. He's Irish anyway, but he does talk like that because he's an actor. But he talks Irish, doesn't he? And he doesn't live in Cornwall. And for all you know, he might have false teeth on. He might His real teeth might be black. Oh, of course they're not black. I mean, Poldark might have had black teeth back in the day, but everyone would have had black teeth. Aidan Turner ain't got black teeth, has he? He might not have any teeth at all, Mum. Of course he's got teeth. He's on the telly. Everyone on the telly's got teeth, otherwise we wouldn't understand what they're talking about, would we? They've got fake teeth. Uh, what? What about Simon Cowell? Simon Cowell, they aren't real teeth, are they? They're fake teeth. They, that's what they all do. They get their fake teeth. Yep. Yeah, no, they get all their teeth taken out and they get all these... <sighs> These fake ones put in. Yeah, but they've still got rods or something, haven't they? They couldn't have done that 300 years ago. Anyway, Aidan Turner, he's, he has got teeth. I've seen his teeth. You're just being stupid and... What do you mean? Well, I've seen his teeth, haven't I? I've met him. I went round to the stage door when he was in that, that play he did, didn't I? With that Lieutenant of, of Irishmore, whatever it was he did. I went with Joni. You remember? I saw him round the back. Got his autograph. I spoke to him and he didn't have black teeth. Mum... You haven't met him, you just got his autograph like, with all the other people round there and it might not even be his real hair. Of course it's his hair. I've stroked it. You stroked Aidan Turner's hair? Yes. Did he, did he have his hat on? Of course he didn't have his hat on. He only wears that hat in Poldark, doesn't he? He was in that play. I've just told you. So, what, I mean, what are you going to talk about with him? I did. I had a conversation with him, thank you very much, in front of everybody else. I said, hello, Aidan. I thoroughly enjoyed your play. This is my daughter, Joni. We thought you was very good. And he said, thank you very much for coming. See, he was Irish then. And I didn't say anything stupid, because I wouldn't. I know how to behave. And I stroked his hair. You stroked his... What? I mean, what did Joni make of it then? She loved it. Yeah, I can imagine that. He's all innocent. I'm not out robbing banks, am I? He stroked his hair, Mum. Yeah, he was out in the open. It was broad daylight. Look, Mum, when I'm in broad daylight... Yeah? I don't go stroking people's hair, do I? Well, you don't need to, do you? As you've just told me, you've got something real. You've got something with her and her cats up there and you don't have to look at her through binoculars. Ain't you lucky? Mum, like the doctor said, you've got to get yourself a hobby. How do you know what the doctor said? You've got to get yourself a hobby. Yeah, you know all about that, didn't you? Wasn't she hobby up there? (laughs) You saw a bit of money there, didn't you? I thought, oh, yeah, I'll move in there, mate. She's got a few bob. Mum, she just had a few cats. Yeah, a few cats and a few bob. Listen to me, don't you go on at me about television programmes. Because they keep me going and I enjoy it. I like Call the Midwife as well. That's another good one. That's been keeping me going. That's the one with all, all those young nurses, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. Is there all them girls, they're all on their bikes, they deliver them babies and they're all lovely. Yeah, they are quite nice. and um. I like it when they're on their bikes and... Yeah, I bet you do. No, but, I mean, they're on bikes and then they have trouble delivering the babies all the time, don't they? Well, of course they do. That's what the programme's about, isn't it? It was the 50s. You didn't have what you have now with all your state-of-the-art places. They used to go round the house and some of them were crawling with fleas. What, the nurses had fleas? See what I mean? You try and have a decent conversation with somebody with no brain cells... The nurses didn't have fleas. The houses had fleas. So they'd cycle round to the houses with fleas 
and uh, nothing else really happens, does it? Well, that's the whole point of it, isn't it, eh? We all watch it and we all love watching it because the same thing happens and we all know it's going to have happy ending, we're all going to cry. They get some panicking husband, runs out the house, goes to the phone box, calls Nanata's house. One of them picks up, a nun or one of the nurses says, Hello, Nanata's house, midwife speaking. Oh, right, OK, Mr So-and-so, you stay there, boil up a few saucepans, we'll be round, get the towels out. They go round, pedal around all the streets, everyone's crying, nurse has a cup of tea and a bourbon, she cuts the call, delivers the baby and that's it. Well, what I can't understand, Mum, is that there they are on their bikes and they never ever, never, no one ever seems to get a puncture. Why on earth would they want to film somebody with a puncture? Changing a bleeding tyre. Why? Who's going to want to watch that on the telly? Well, I would could be real, wouldn't it? Of course it's real, but it's boring. It's not exciting telly, is it? Well, I just uh, like to watch stuff that's real, Mum. I even, you know... You know, I watched, um, I watched that Normal People, Mum, and that was good, because that was, that was normal, that was real. They, 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 uh, they had sex, and they, um, mm. they... I got a bit bored after that, and then they um, got sort of back together again, and and then they they left each other, and then then they got back together, and then they left and back together again, and lots of sex, you know. So that was I thought that was good. God, only you would watch something where nothing happens. No, see, this is where we differ, Dad. You see, what I want to watch is something with a bit of excitement, you know, like. He walks in the room, in a kilt. He throws me over his shoulder. He tosses me on the bed. You see, that's what I want. Bit of escapism. Well, that's what I mean, Mum. It's, that's not real, is it? Well, what's real? What is real, then? Well, what is real is a bloke sitting around getting depressed. He doesn't know whether to go back or go away from somebody and he buys an ice cream and uh, then he sits around not doing anything. That's real, isn't it? Oh, God, how exciting for you. I don't want to watch something that's real. My life's depressing enough as it is, isn't it? Stuck in here. Now, if Aidan Turner turned up on me doorstep, it'd be a different kettle of fish, wouldn't it? I mean, why would I throw him aside so I could watch people sitting around eating ice cream? Aidan Turner comes in in his tricorn hat, and I'm sorry. I'm lost. What about if Aidan Turner came in with an ice cream? Well, that'd be double bubble, wouldn't it, Dad, eh? We could both have a go on the ice cream, and then he could have a go on me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Anyway, I've got a bit of telly to watch because I've lost an hour already talking to you. All right, Mum. All right, I'll see you later. Ta-da. Bye, Mum. Bye. Catford Double Six Double Nine was written and performed by Annie Aldington and Charles Armstrong. It was produced by Joseph Degnan. Mm-hmm.